This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Hi. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm just sweating. Yeah. Uh, we're basically just, um, what is it called? Whenever people would go out into the woods in a tent and just like sweat and people um, said that that was like clarifying their souls. What was that called? I don't know. I know what you're talking about though. I feel like a lot of people do that and do drugs. Yeah. Aaron talks about doing like some crazy drug. Oh, he's um, never done it, but he talks about how insane that it sounds. Chelsea does on Chelsea yes. does. Is that the one where it's, she like you like crap yourself and puke? Yes, yes. Jenny Mullen like just was sobbing and throwing up the whole Did time. Did they feel like they learned so much about themselves when it happened? I think so. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but yes, I, I know it's tracked. What's about. it called? DMT. DMT. <laughs> he texted us. He's DMT. Like, he's uh, I don't remember it. Be I don't remember, but DMT is what Aaron says, so I believe it. So DMT. Um, he's all perked up for that part yeah. uh, but no whatever it is I feel like that's what we're doing in this um, yeah, room right now minus the DMT plus minus the rosé plus rosé champagne which is actually more my style anyways so. uh, yeah because we're basic <laughs> biatches and this is how we sweat oh my word I just saw an article <sighs> I feel like it's like elite daily or something oh, uh-huh. uh, that like just like goes around social media by the way <laughs> i should probably take a picture of this I'll i take have one of you a two Lacroix cans that are still in like their plastic ring where you're getting a picture right now <laughs> got it that i've just fashioned to be like a cooling mechanism around <laughs> my neck it's ridiculous <laughs> we've taken our passion for Lacroix to a whole new level yep um Sponsor i saw us. this article that was pumpkin wine and I was like, are we basic enough? I don't know if we're basic enough. I don't think enough. we're basic enough. I will drink pumpkin beer, but I don't think I can stoop to I a pumpkin either. wine. But that sounds disgusting. I was like, there are. There, there is are a market people, for there this. Is market. We are potentially that market. You know, I'm not above it. Like, um, whenever <laughs> my cousin listened to last week's podcast, he was like, avocado toast. And I was like, yeah, hashtag unapologetically basic. I don't care. Yes. Sometimes. Also, good fats. Yeah. That's right. Thank you. Eat your avocado toast. Eat your avocado toast. Be as basic as you want. Um, Because we know he's listening. Yes. Um. (laughs) Because he's the best. Yes. Are you guys doing it? Kyle's gone forever. Kyle's gone. Surprise. Surprise. (laughs) Guys, brand new information. He's in Australia. (laughs) But if you're in Australia, go see Katy Perry uh, and go see Starly, who's opening for her. And you'll see Kyle. Yes. Playing the guitar. And and you can listen to her hot jams anywhere. Oh, yeah. On Spotify. Woo, woo. Uh, I'm sure if you're one of, I like hadn't known who Starly was. I don't know if I told this story already, but Mm -mm. whenever Kyle was like, hey, I'm playing for this girl. And I was like, awesome. And so I was like, oh, I've heard that song. He's like, cool. You're one of 600 million other people that have also listened to that song. You probably know who Starly is. And Amanda (laughs) was just behind. (laughs) I was very behind, but she's an amazingly sweet person. And you guys should go. Yay. Um, Or just go listen to her on Spotify. Yes. If you're in the States and you can't go to Australia to see him play. <laughs> yes. Well, when when he's back playing in the States, which he probably will be yes. very soon, he's, we will send out. He is going to be on it. TRL. What? We're like living the 90s dream with Logan. I didn't Logan. even know TRL was it still came a back. 
What? Yeah, so whenever he comes back from Australia, he goes straight to New York and is going to be on TRL. TRL. So we'll let you guys know and you guys can see Kyle on TV. Um, But also, um, this is Yep, I Did That. The podcast where we don't just talk about how hot it is and drugs and Australia, <laughs> um, but we also talk about health and wellness things. Yes. The weird things you see floating around on your Facebook newsfeed or Pinterest or just anywhere on the Internet or your hippie friend down the street. Yes. We tackle it all. All of it. <laughs> so we're here to tell you if it works, if it doesn't work. Both of us, one of us, will try it. Amanda is a registered dietitian with a million letters behind her name that gives merit to or tells us why things are bogus. That's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. We'll try it before you buy it. Try it before you (laughs) buy it. That's the slogan of, yep, I did that. (laughs) Uh, Yes. And But Jonna tries it. You don't have to try it. So exactly. Um, we're so glad you're here and thank you for listening. And we are going to be talking about, well, is there anything new with you? <laughs> no, because I just talked a lot about no. a lot of things. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. Nothing new with me. Well, there is something new with you because of what we're about to talk about. You introduced this really, really popular trend into your life. Yes. About a month ago, a month and a half ago, yeah. I started Dry brushing. Dry brushing. <laughs> um, I'm sure you have heard of it from someone somewhere. If you have not, it is taking a natural bristled brush like a boar brush, something that is a firm yet gentle <laughs> bristle, and brushing your body. And there are many yes. claims as to what it will do. Yes. Um, and there is actually a way you're supposed to do it. Yes. So... Um, we're tackling that today. We're tackling dry brushing. I'm actually really excited because whenever we first like talked about doing this idea, I was one of those. I was like, ah, there's not a lot to like talk about for dry brushing, but then there's actually a ton to talk about. And, um, (laughs) choking on Rose. Yeah. Don't die. Um, (laughs) I don't want to have to like do these things. (laughs) I just want to talk about them. So please don't die. That's the only reason why you're here. Thanks. Uh, Not really. River I love you. Rolling down my sternum. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited to actually like dig in and just have like a really f- like frank conversation yeah. about where we are with dry brushing because after just reading things, I have a different perception. And you doing it, I want to know like what your perception is. But absolutely, of course we we have. The history of dry brushing. Yes. I wish you did every history part with an accent, but that would probably... That would probably offend a lot of people. Offend a lot of people's ears. Um, I could do just the one accent I'm really good at. Which is? Which is like the one I give my mom. Which is? Midwestern mom voice. I think people won't listen. Give us one line. It's also like my drunk girl voice. (laughs) Give us one line of history in your Midwestern voice, then please change back to your beautiful podcast (laughs) voice. (laughs) So, you know, like exfoliating in some way has been around for centuries and centuries and people just couldn't decide if they wanted to use it or not. Okay, we can't go any further. It was offensive, but it was good. (laughs) That's where everybody's just all... Everyone's like, no more. I can't listen to this podcast. We're going to do the 30 second speed up. Um, 15 seconds. Thanks. (laughs) Um, no, okay, so this is actually a uh, history. It was really hard for me to find the history of dry brushing. I Googled it. 
in every which way I possibly could think of. I went to PubMed. I went to Healthline. I went to Dr. Axe. I went to everything. And everyone kind of has a history, but no one has a really solid one. But I did find one that was at least kind of broken down into a time frame from a dry brush company called Stas & Co. Shout out um, Stas & Co. I think they're Australian because they said free shipping to Australia and Ireland. So uh, who knows where they're they either are. Australian or Irish. <laughs> it was a euro. So does, is Australia the euro sign? I don't think so. They're the Australian dollar. I don't know what that sign looks like. I don't either. So we're not cultured people. We aren't. Um, but they helped me to have at least like somewhat of a structured <laughs> breakdown of this history. Um, so basically exfoliating has been around for centuries. Um, the ancient Egyptians have always been thought of as the pioneers of authentic concept of beauty and extraordinary beauty like rituals. And so they have been thought to have dry brushing part of their daily um, beauty rituals going back thousands of years. And in history, they saw that they were exfoliating with sour milk and wine. So there's a lot of it where it's like, is it exfoliating or is it dry brushing? Because we'll get to it that those are two different things. And so a lot of these are talking about exfoliating and then some of it is talking about, like, the act of, like, brushing. Right. So this seemed more like exfoliating, but maybe they had some dry brushing in there, too. Um, we can only conjecture. We can conjecture because we weren't there. That was my vocab you know? word of the podcast. I liked I it. I really got nervous when I said it. I was like, is this a cruciferous moment for me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you used it beautifully. You're so smart. Your one year of college <laughs> education is really showing its bright it's really, eyes. You right know? now. It was all right for now. this moment. It was all for that moment. You conjectured it. I conjectured it. <laughs> Continue. I didn't use that correctly just now. Uh, and then Ayurvedic medicine or Ayurveda. That's the 5,000-year-old holistic system from India. Um, it has been very much a part of Ayurvedic medicine and part of like practices and Ayurvedic um Doctors or naturopaths that like focus on Ayurvedic medicine usually like will prescribe dry brushing to any patients that they have. Um, And then traditional Chinese medicine, they had a version of dry brushing that used dried fibers and ground fruit called silk squash. Mm -hmm. And that has turned into now what is called the loofah. So that was where like Mm -hmm. the that version of exfoliating or dry brushing um, came from was from the traditional Chinese medicine. Who knows if it was wet or dry whenever they used the dried fruit um, or the dried fibers, but mm-hmm. it eventually became the loofah. Um, and then ancient Greeks and Romans, they used something called strigols. I have no idea if that is the way to pronounce <laughs> it. I really should have probably looked that up. But it's... Um, <laughs> Basically, an instrument that has a curved blade, and they would use that to remove dirt, sweat, and oil before bathing. So that was probably the closest to, like, a dry brushing to, like, remove the dead skin. Yeah, but they're actually, like, shaving But they're kind of, like, it was probably very light, so Mm -hmm. it's not, like, a pure shave, but it was probably similar similar to it. Um, And... Aristotle is said to have been a fan of this method, which he's like the very big pioneer of like functional medicine who said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Um, And so they he was a big fan of this. But 
where people probably say it really started like the actual dry brushing technique was 30 years ago, a Finnish nutritionist and naturopath. I'm going to totally butcher his name. <laughs> I can't wait. Pavo Erola. Can you do that in your Midwestern accent? <laughs> <laughs> Pavo Areola. Areola. Um, Areola. Is that how you say it? Is that the Finnish pronunciation of it? That is the worst thing I've ever heard, <laughs> but I'm so glad you've done it. So good. I have like two voices. That's one of them, and then the other one's way worse. <laughs> um, it's a mountain man who talks to you about being bear aware, and that's about it. Um, but he began having patients dry brush to detoxify and cure certain ailments. Um, and during this time, so 30 years ago, whenever he first started prescribing this, it wasn't with what we have now mm-hmm. of the dry brush. It was actually done with sand, sticks, and rocks yeah. to exfoliate. So that was the beginnings of dry brushing. And I don't know when it I couldn't find it. It changed to the actual like brush with natural bristles. Which so, is so interesting that right? there's like not anything. There's not anything. And I thought that there would be at least be like a Wikipedia page right. or something. And there just wasn't. I had a hard time. Anything. I actually tried my best to research. I went on PubMed. Yeah. I did find a Cleveland Clinic article. Oh, good. But besides nothing it's about the history. It's about like how to do it and why people do it. Right. Nothing so, is about like and why even does with exist? that, Even with that, it was hard to sift through the like... Uh, do this because it's awesome versus do this because this actually works. Yeah. So uh, it was actually very hard to find information for this episode. Yeah. But I'm excited to talk about it because it is everywhere. It is all over my Instagram stories. It is all over Pinterest. It is everywhere. I mean, if you we did just a simple Google search and every single major publication has some sort of mm-hmm. mind, body, green goop. Ugh. Yeah. Goop. Whatever. I'm glad Allure, this is my mic. Cosmopolitan. Like, I just licked it real hard going <laughs> along about goop. <laughs> There's, I mean, everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Cosmopolitan actually, I hope I'm quoting this correctly, but I think they have an article that says like, dried brush before sex and your skin will oh, be the most. Oh, yes, they did. Yeah. I saw it. So it's everywhere. Yes. And it dates back to like time, like the New York Times had an article from 2015. I think Time Magazine had one from 2010. Yeah. And so it's been uh, around for a while and I feel like it's getting another resurgence. For sure. Of being I think with social media. Again. Yes. I think it got popular probably like 30 years ago-ish. Yes. In America. Yes. Maybe before that, some of you that listen might know more, but, and then with social media now and like a companies that are selling dry brushes able to market on social media yeah. and mixing that with stuff. I read an article by a woman who had been dry brushing for a long time and then isn't anymore, but she started 25 years ago. I and read that she article. went to the home the healthy um, home economist. Healthy home economist, yes. That was actually a really interesting article. It was a article. beautiful article. Um shout out healthy home economist. Not that she needs it. She's I think she's very popular. <laughs> Sarah <laughs> Okay, Sarah, I get that you don't need us. Whatever. (laughs) But we're shouting Um, out to you. (laughs) Yeah, but she said that, like, she went to a naturopath that was practicing, like, Ayurvedic medicine. So at that time, 
um, some people were doing it. So it fits with like the, the, around like 30 years ago, right. 25 years ago that people were starting to do yeah, this. Yeah, and I know? feel like that medicine's just like becoming more mainstream now. Yes. So like then it was like, oh, the healthy home economist goes to that. Yes. But now it's like every movie star goes to that. Yes. So I think that's the difference is totally. like all of like the, st- the celebrities that are into it and just like the traction it's gotten in that yeah. world. And just the availability Um, but why people say you should dry brush is because it says it detoxes the skin, Mm -hmm. reduces cellulite, Mm -hmm. um, improves the lymphatic drainage or lymphatic system, um, unclogs pores, which I saw, um, Mm -hmm. it exfoliates and then it offers stress relief. Yeah. Did you see any other claims or benefits? That's exactly what I would have said. Cool. Um, I figured we would kind of just like set up how we did last time where it's like, let's talk about these claims. Yeah. But first you've been doing it. <laughs> I was like, what's she going to say? What is she going to make me <laughs> She do? just pointed at me very excitedly. <laughs> um, yes, I have been doing it and I will say for me, I'm wondering if we should go through the claims before yeah, I talk I about good. where I land on it. Let's do that. Yes. Okay. So skin detox. So my thoughts on skin detox are one, any, I don't actually know what skin detox means, but in my mind that ends up falling in the exfoliating category. Yeah. So like the way you're supposed to do it is in the morning before your shower and you're supposed to dry brush just so everyone knows if you're doing it, technically the way to do it is towards your heart. Yes. Um, so starting at your feet and everything is just going towards your heart. Um, so up your arms, up your legs towards your heart. Um, and then you're wanting to take a shower after cause you have all those dead skin cells on you that you just exfoliated off. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, those kind of tie together. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know what people are like, what the crazy skin detox claims are, but to me, I'm like, I could like kind of get behind that, that like there is a bunch of junk on our skin. So exfoliating it off every once in a while is good. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to do it faithfully like every day, once yeah. a day. Um, and then I have thoughts on that too now. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great exfoliator. My skin's really soft after I do it. So I would say out of all of the claims skin detox which is like this mushy weird thing that i don't understand plus exfoliating are is like the strongest claim to me totally of all of them i think it's a it's a yeah um (laughs) it's just hard because whenever you say the word like skin detox it makes me my my brain go crazy because it, do- it doesn't make sense to me right because of how we talked last time that like our body like within our body our liver and our kidneys that's what's like detoxifying our lungs like yes. all of that and so whenever it's that i wanted to know okay so all these people are claiming that the skin is doing one third of the detoxifying of the body but there's no reference to that at all like there's no article there's no claim right. there's no nothing and so i went on a dig big like deep dive trying to look up anything i could like the american dermatology association mm-hmm. 
any sort of like skin, like reputable source I could find. And no one talks about it outside of like just what the layers of the skin is and that it covers 20 whatever square feet of the body or I made that number up. I can't remember what it was. But um, but one of the things that I did find that was talking about exfoliating because it's it is essentially like detoxing means exfoliating Mm -hmm. is that your skin naturally does it. And whenever you're younger, your skin is doing it automatically. And so it's not something that you actually have to increase doing. And so even Mm -hmm. like wet exfoliation, which we can talk about that right now, like because John brought up like in the shower versus pre. And so Mm -hmm. dry brushing is it's completely dry and you're brushing the skin off. Exfoliating is that there's something wet involved. So you're using water and then you're either using a washcloth, a loofah, um, of like actual like a scrub scrub sugar scrub baking soda salt salt sand. whatever it is sand whatever it is to exfoliate but water is involved in some way and so they're both achieving similar things in the exfoliating realm um and definitely one of the most interesting things i saw for like the skin exfoliating or skin detoxing was that an esthetician and dermatologist i can't remember um which one it was? It wasn't the one. I don't remember. I'll look it up just so I can give this person credit. Credit. But um, they basically said that if you're younger than 30, you yeah. don't need to dry brush I think regularly. I, I think we both probably researched because like, there's the not same that many people. good articles. But I saw that too. Like if you're under 30, you don't really need to be exfoliating often because yeah. your skin's shedding on its own. But then once you're over 30, mm-hmm. you probably should do it a little bit more often because your skin has downregulated its ability to exfoliate naturally and get those like mm-hmm. dead skin cells off. So like I'm about to be 32, so I'm just pretty much like screwed. So I should probably just pass my you dry brush. You should just off. give me your dry brush. <laughs> um because obviously my old age skin needs it to look like I'm in my 20s. So thanks. Um but I did find that really interesting that like us old broads of 31 need to exfoliate. So <laughs> but it you might don't. Be, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's also genetics, but um I I found that really interesting, and I think that that's something that we kind of forget about is that, like, our skin is really good at doing, like, our body is really good at doing what it's supposed to do, and sometimes I feel like we interfere with it. Like, I actually remember I grew up using a loofah all the time because I thought that, like, that's just what you did, Mm -hmm. and I stopped using a loofah, and I felt like my skin was better. I liked it more. Because you were probably actually stripping... And that's something I've thought about with the exfoliating. You're stripping the good oils off at the same time. Yeah. Which is why a lot of people will say if you dry brush to make sure you're moisturizing really well Directly after after the shower, directly after, or taking like a bath with essential oils oils and things like that. Just because like it is a drying thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you don't really think about it. You think that you're just removing like the skin cells and you're not thinking about the fact like you're removing oils. Yep. And you're drying out your skin. Um, and exposing it to the, the air. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's not just a, hey, let's get this dead crap off me. But the live stuff goes to the live and good. If it's how we talk about everything, like activated charcoal, it's going to pull even the good stuff. Yeah. Whenever you wash your hair too much, which it's is like the, the closest stuff. thing I could think of to detoxing skin would be like activated charcoal where it's mm-hmm. taking everything off. Detox is such an yeah. interesting word. It's, it's like, what is remember, actually happening? 
me uh, talking about that. It's just like it's about the terminology. Like it's right. not actually detoxing your skin. Like, it's actually what is just it doing? taking everything off of it. Yeah, and it's like it's just it's removing something, but it's right. not detox. Like who knows if it's pulling things toxins out. out? Right. It's removing dead skin cells. Yes, it's removing topical whatever's right. on there, like the clogged pore thing. Which I couldn't find anything on, but I did see that claim, and I was like, I, I found know. one thing. I'll talk about it. It's dumb. Maybe because well, it's exfoliating. It yeah. yeah, it's basically like one thing I found. Like there was a reference, and I clicked to it. It's a person's like book. She's a cardiologist, mm-hmm. so not even like an esthetician or a dermatologist or anyone that's kind of in the game right. of skin. But um, she just claimed that. Whenever you're exposed to environmental toxins or mm-hmm. pollutants or cosmetics or uh, lotions or whatever, it can clog your pores. And so the dry brushing, it's basically, it's essentially just exfoliating. Like it's removing right. those which I could things see, that are built up in your pores, I which could, I get. I could, I feel like that would be convincing to me. Living yeah. in LA with like all the totally. crap that comes into contact with our skin, that in itself is kind of a convincing sell to me. I agree. The only thing that made me nervous was that you're not supposed to dry brush your face. And right. it says like cosmetics. And so I feel like if someone didn't know, yeah. they would feel like, oh, I'm just be also dry brushing my like, face. Your most sensitive areas. Yeah. So, so like, definitely not your vag. Don't be doing that. No <laughs> beehole hole dry brush. No. <laughs> you're like, but I want it to look 20. <laughs> I needed to exfoliate it. I need to exfoliate it so I have the butthole of a 20 year old. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that bridesmaid scene. She's like, I know that she bleached her because I bleached mine. So funny. Oh, it's amazing. Um, I I know that she dry brushed. I know she dry brushes it because I dry brush mine. Uh, I've been listening to Watch What Crappens, too. So maybe that's why all these accents are coming out. Maybe. Of just Savannah, like real hot or Southern charm. That's what or not Savannah. Southern charm. Southern charm. Um, so maybe that's what they it is. They rile me up. But um, I can get behind exfoliating it, like being in a good another way to exfoliate your skin and that it can unclog your pores right. in like a city like L.A. where we just are exposed to more things that just sit onto our skin. Right. Um, but the whole detoxing your skin and like mm-hmm. your skin being a detoxing part I can't get behind until I see like how it scientifically does it. Right. It's just it, my brain just can't understand it. Yeah. And so the I just only can't thing, get behind that claim. So I thought charcoal, but like again, like we said, it's not necessarily detoxing. That's taking yeah. everything. And then I thought like a lot of people. This is anecdotal, but a lot of people will say when they switch to natural deodorant, they spend a lot of time, or even when they switch to natural shampoos, that kind of stuff, that it takes. A period of months for their like armpits or their he- scalp to detox so like they'll be extra smelly for three months and then their body will be used See, but to then that. we know what it is now though it's that it's your bacterial community remember we were talking about it how it's like it's not that you're detoxing it's that you're rebuilding your bacterial community mm-hmm. that's causing so you i to think smell. some people would say or, detoxing could look like that and i think I mean, that's what it. the that we come back to the term <clears throat> detox. Yeah. What actually it's does just this a mean? Stupid term that's right. a, a fad way it's to like a get clicks right now. or get yeah. people to buy your product because then you can say, well, this detox isn't, it's healthy and whatever. But 
what does the word mean? And whenever right. you look at what the word means, that's whenever where we have the issues of the claims it's saying because it's right. like, but that's not what it's doing. Just say it's an exfoliator. Exactly. And it's helping remove crap. Yeah. Like maybe it's removing things that are toxic. Yeah. That are on, that are on topically, not yeah. like pulling things from inside to right. remove toxins from your body, which kind of takes us to, I would, I feel like that flows nicely into this idea of the lymphatic system. Yeah, it totally does. So this is the big push towards it right now this and then cellulite which we'll get to next but the lymphatic system i feel like is what most people are using it for right now on the internet yes so because they're trying to detox so it's whenever you think about it in that sense the lymphatic benefit is the reason right so um this Amanda a- has prepared this. Or, <laughs> what is it? The has prepared for us the science behind the lymphatic system. Because whenever people say these things, it's like how many people actually know what the lymphatic system is or what lymphatic drainage is? You're just going along with what people are saying it's doing. And so it's like that's why we're here is to be able to say this is what it actually is, so that you guys know whenever people say these claims, it's like, okay, this is what it is. The lymphatic system is a network of tissues and organs that help rid the body of toxins, waste, and other unwanted materials. So basically what happens is that um, things, lymph and fluid gets transported to all these different little organs like your spleen, your um, lymph nodes, your um, thymus, which is behind your sternum, your tonsils, all those things. And what happens is that whenever it goes through those white blood cells or... Um, lymphocytes, if something foreign is detected, those nodes or um, spleen or the thymus or organs or whatever is able to get wide blood, white blood cells or the lymphocytes to come and get rid of it to mm-hmm. help protect our body from any foreign matter. And so then whenever it gets sent out of those organs or out of those nodes, it then goes back to the subclavian veins up at the top by your collarbones, and then it enters the bloodstream through your heart. So that's why whenever they say, like, circulate to your heart, it's because the lymphatic system only goes one way. It goes up towards your heart because then that's where it enters back into the bloodstream. Okay. And so basically the fast facts is just that it plays a role in the immune system, fluid balance, and the absorption of fats and fat-soluble vitamins And then it maintains the balance of fluids between blood and tissues. And so that's the most dumbed down, easiest way to understand the lymphatic system. I don't like that term dumbed down. I'm sorry. The just the easiest way to understand the lymphatic system without having to know science background. So it's basically things go into our like our bodies. It enters the lymph system. These specific nodes and organs are there to help protect us and so it's involved in our immune system it also helps with the fluid balance so Mm -hmm. it can remove fluid pull back fluid into our bodies it can get rid of the toxins quote unquote or the foreign materials by releasing our immune system which is our white blood cells and then it enter back in fluid and the good stuff into our bloodstream all right so so that's what the lymphatic lymphatic system system is Um, and ways 
that you actually can. So there are ways you can help make sure that your lymphatic system is working properly Mm -hmm. and being able to make sure that it's flowing. So whenever you have a sedentary job or you don't do a lot, you're at a desk or you're sitting in front of a computer for hours on end, um, that's whenever you can get sick more often or like you do have things going on with like your your lymphatic system. Um, And these are ways that you can get your lymphatic system going that have been proven by science um, that you do these things. Um, First is reduce inflammation because inflammation can cause havoc on your lymphatic system. And so basically that just means reduce stress, um, eat an anti-inflammatory diet. So don't eat a ton of food that's causing inflammatory responses. Um, And then exercise that keeps fluids moving. So anytime you're moving, it helps actually increase the flow of your lymphatic system Um, and specifically yoga like the twists uh-huh. get your lymphatic system going by twisting, um, high intensity interval training. So like the hit or whatever, mm-hmm. um, rebounding is actually one of the most like popular ones, which is yeah. trampoline. Just I read a bunch about jumping. that today, yeah. today looking at stuff about dry brushing. Yeah. It's like, why do people keep talking about trampolines? <laughs> You're like, why are there trampolines whenever we're talking about dry brushing? Um, because those have been proven ways to like increase your lymphatic system and increase like lymphatic quote unquote drainage. So the lymphatic drainage is just getting it to those nodes or organs, letting it do its thing and then coming back into the bloodstream. Um, And then also there have been not as, not so many research articles, but a lot of like the massage and then the foam Mm -hmm. rolling, foam rolling will like just get into your muscles. And it's really just getting your muscles moving right and doing something to get that blood flow and then getting everything to start going. Mm -hmm. So it's more so the movement than anything else. But I think that whenever people just hear about like dry brushing um, for your lymphatic system, like, or jade rolling, that that's something that we're going to talk about that, that whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that some people think that that's the only way that they can increase their lymphatic system. And there's actually like, yeah, so many well, ways also, you can I be think doing people are like, oh, well, I could work out or I could dry brush. And they're not minutes. the same. No, they're not the same at all. Like you need to be doing those, like eat right. an anti-inflammatory diet, do the relaxation mm-hmm. things to help decrease stress. So, Don't replace yeah. it. <laughs> and if I am just someone who's doing their best to live a natural life mm-hmm. and not digging deeper, which I feel like I could have easily been convinced by a couple of the sources that I found to dry brush for my lymphatic system. But as I dug deeper for this episode, there's nothing there's at nothing. all zero that shows that it helps with lymphatic system at all. Yeah. Actually, from what I saw, it was even more like um, like massaging your muscles up yeah. is probably more impactful than dry brushing. So yeah. For the lymphatic system. I mean, yes. whenever you're thinking about it, it's like read, I'm, you read the same article, but it was basically like how whenever you pinch your cheeks and you get that red like blood flow, you get that for just a split second. And so, yeah, whenever you're like brushing, you're getting that like initial flow flow but it's not going to be a continual like it's activation very yeah of your lymphatic system as like exercise would be 
Right. You know, or eating an anti-inflammatory diet. So your body's not in overdrive of trying to get rid of all the stuff that you're putting in. Yes. You know? And so, yes, you may get a temporary Mm -hmm. response, um, but there isn't anything showing that it's a continual one at this point in time. I did read something, too, where it's like so many things, like even massage Mm -hmm. was looked at as that's a silly thing. Doctors were like, don't do that. And now it's an active part of medicine. And so... Dry brushing could be that. It's just no studies have been done to right. look at what's happening. So we can't say that right. it's effective until we know. And these things have been proven to improve your lymphatic system. And so if we're looking for ways to actually improve our immune system, fat absorption, all that, we are going to obviously push to these things right. and do like do it with caution if you're doing it just for your lymphatic system. Right. And like Amanda said on last week's episode, she had this big <laughs> monologue about our livers and that popped up a couple of times. I was telling her, um, like our bodies are created to detox themselves. Yeah. So <clears throat> focusing on just having our bodies be healthy should be detoxing our bodies. Yes. Aside from having something seriously wrong with you, like yes. medically. Exactly. And some things too where it's like people would say well your skin can be an indicator that like if you look at your skin like you need to detox your body it's like yeah you don't really need to detox it's just like obviously you're doing something that's, that's upsetting not something yeah inside. that's upsetting your body within it's not that you need to detox your skin per se it's like maybe look at your diet and it's probably that you're not eating a ton of fruits and vegetables it's probably a period of time that like maybe life is crazy and you're not able to focus on yourself as much you know stress so many things yeah and so it's like yes your skin is an indicator but i don't think it says like it's not telling us as much as people think which i mean there's so much i have no idea these are things yeah i think it's telling us stuff but I think it's in a different way than what people are labeling it as. Right. You know? Well, I mean, I think, I don't know if it's Chinese medicine or something, but like which side of your jaw you break up oh, out yeah. on when you ovulate is the side you ovulated from. And like all this stuff that I'm like, who knows? I mean, I feel like anecdotally that is semi-true for me, but who knows? Who knows? I mean... I feel like there's a level of truth to a lot of those things. Right. Because they exist for a reason and people have seen some sort of success, whether it's random chance or it's some sort of truth. Who knows? But I mean, I just think it's all about the way that people phrase a lot of this that I have the issue with. Right. Where it's like an absolute, this will do this for you. Or that it's going to detox you. And I'm like, but it's not. Right. And we don't even know if it's increasing your lymphatic system enough to help right. remove stuff. And I so feel, it's like yeah, the nobody terminology it is, yet. is iffy for me. Mm-hmm. I concur. Yeah. Especially with the lymphatic system part. I concur. So if you are just dry brushing for that reason, I don't know if it's strong enough. Continue doing it if you like it. But right. if you're doing it for the lymphatic, lymphatic drainage, maybe you should throw in some exercise yeah. and some eating the rainbow. Go and jump on a trampoline. Go jump on a trampoline for 10 minutes per day and you'll be getting way more benefits. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or well, taking a detox bath. Yeah. Or even uh, 
getting a massage which by the way quote unquote detox detox bath hmm i'll let it slide yeah so yeah i guess there's like that's a big question mark which i was bummed about because i was hoping to read a bunch of stuff like this was studied and this this and this and there's just nothing there's nothing which is a bummer but hopefully someone does a study sometime just to know what it's actually doing versus just the random yeah space that it's in right now yeah totally totally um the other one is or do you have anything else about the, the lymphatic system no okay did i do i did i do a good job of explaining i it think to you, you did okay good. i think you did a great job okay good i just needed that validation for just a second you know sometimes well, you just also- question yourself and you're just like did you do a good job you did a great job thanks and i also think a lot of people don't seriously will be like i'm doing this to detox my lymphatic system and Mm -hmm. don't know what their lymphatic system is i think that that is the majority of it that's why i was like i need to explain what somebody says this is good for you yeah and like what's it hurting it's a brush so i'm gonna do it for this reason but that isn't a proven reason to do yeah exactly um so the next one that people are probably jumping on it for yes is the cellulite. Yes. I've been doing this for a month and a half and have seen zero difference in cellulite. And now, after studying for this podcast, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> it does nothing for cellulite. Do not do this for cellulite. Do not spend a bunch of money on a brush if you're trying to get rid of cellulite. Which I found some really awesome brushes for, like, not expensive. So it's kind of I like... I think mine was probably like ten dollars that's so good where it's like don't get the ones that if you're gonna do it don't get ones that are like fifty dollars you can find like natural yeah one i should actually look up yeah you should um and savannah our beautiful savannah she loves dry brushing so she'll Mm -hmm. probably recommend the one she has too but basically cellulite is caused by fluid retention lack of circulation weak collagen structure Increased fat retention or body fat, hormonal imbalances, medical conditions, genetics, or poor diet. Dun, dun, dun. Flash toxicity. So you could fall into so many different categories. Right. So like if there is anecdotal evidence for or supporting dry brushing for cellulite, they probably don't have a genetic predisposition, predisposition to cellulite. Or they don't have hormonal imbalance or something else is going on you know where it's like it is just about like the fluid retention so it's helping move it out or yeah or whatever and so it's kind of like everyone is an individual and cellulite is not something that part of our world yeah that not everyone can get rid of you know like I think my favorite part of most of those articles was like if it was a cure-all for cellulite wouldn't everyone already know about it right you know, like, if it really worked, like, wouldn't the scientists, like, be jumping on this to, like, understand why or, like, incorporate it into medicine or incorporate it into dermatology stuff? I'm sure that, like, critics of doctors would probably say it's because they won't be selling creams or selling medicine or whatever, which could be true, too. But I feel like um, there's just so many things with cellulite that... If it doesn't work for you for that, don't be discouraged because it's just your body. Like, yeah, some people just have it, you know? Yep. And I was like, maybe just start incorporating more collagen into your diet, which we're all about that <laughs> that's, jazz. That's more what I thought after studying this, where it's like eat as like all of the good fruits and vegetables in like 
get collagen, Mm -hmm. get a lotion or a moisturizer that has like hyaluronic acid in it because that helps build collagen um, versus whatever, like double up your beefed up collagen. Yeah. With you double up your bone broth with the you code you need. Yep, you I know? did that. <laughs> yep, I did that. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I think the only thing I will say that kind of goes along with cellulite is um, I didn't see anything about this for like a claim, but Savannah does dry brushing and she had scars. I'm guessing they had to have been like growth scars. Mm-hmm. So on like stretch marks, stretch marks on her like thighs or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and she said that, that she has had like visible, like it's all, they're almost gone. That's really fascinating. Yeah. And so I tried to look up stuff for that as to like why that's happening, but I, I didn't see anything for scars. So I would imagine that she's also really young. So maybe it's like she got them, got to them sooner to help right. like moisturize and get them like to go away. But I don't know. Anecdotally for her, it worked. It's worked, but I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I've only been doing it a month, so I don't know. But I have stretch marks like that, and I haven't seen a big difference. Yeah. I also feel like the power of your mind is so intense, but yeah, she is very young. So she is very young. There's a big difference between. Yes. Our bodies and her body too. Uh, yeah. You've also had a baby, so your hormones are different. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that also helps. Yeah. Um, there's one other like claim. And then I just want to talk about like some things to think about. And then I want to hear about like all of your thoughts on it. Um, so the other thing is that it offers stress relief. And I think that this is like legit. I do too. I think that this one is, we've talked about it over and over again, the like stress causes inflammation stress is a biatch stress causes mental health issues like you know like it's just the worst thing and so if this is an act or a ritual that you can incorporate that helps you be focused in on your skin focused in on like just yourself and self-care and not being exposed or distracted by what's happening outside do it Mm -hmm. like bring this into your nighttime ritual or morning ritual or whatever it is yeah because if it helps you just like get rid of what's happening around mm-hmm. you, do it. Do it. Yeah. And it's it is like invigorating. Yeah. Where it's like, I feel like it would just be a moment where you're just like, I'm focusing on myself and I'm doing this stuff. And even if it's just a placebo effect of like, yep. I'm increasing my lymphatic system, I'm doing all these good things. It's just letting, be, making you become present, making you become focused. And I think that that, if, if, Oh, that was my water bottle. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if that is like the, if that was the only reason why someone would do it, I would say do it. Yes. Nothing. If nothing else was true, I'd still probably say do it. I agree. For someone to be not stressed out. I agree. I think, um, I think out of all of my journey and dry brushing thus far, this one makes the most sense to me that it would be like a stress reliever. To me, it's like, this is something great to add to a routine. It's like a ritual, like what we talked about for sleep. I could see that being something in the morning. You wake up and you do this and it's part of your day and it's like part of you waking up and getting ready for the day. To me, that makes the most sense as to where it would fit or why people would love it so much. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that would be my opinion on it. Is and it's like it is stimulating your cells. Yeah. So even if it's just that, I'm down for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I bought a dry brush today. <laughs> After this, after I looked it up, because I was like, number one, I'm 32 almost. <laughs> I forgot you need the. Dry I brush. need the dry brush, Jada. <laughs> my old lady skin needs it. Um. And I was also just like, I need to find another way to just like incorporate self-care, self-care ritual into my life. And so I was like, I'm all about it. Like, I don't agree with uh, it's going to help my lymphatic drainage. I don't agree that it's going to help decrease cellulite or for me, my stretch marks on my thighs. Like, I think if that happens, that'd be awesome. If it does, it's awesome. Oh, my God. I'm going to like take so many pictures. (laughs) Um, but I'm just about the fact that like, it's just something to help me. Um, but one thing that I do want to talk about is that like, we mentioned it for a split second is just that everyone's an individual and this isn't for everybody and everyone totes it to be for everybody. Yeah. Um, we mentioned it a little bit about like, if you're under 30, like maybe you don't need to do it every day. If you like Mm -hmm. to do it once a week. Yeah. From what I read is way better than every day. every day because it's actually it's stripping the good stuff off yeah, your skin. And too. it's causing your skin to not be able to do what it's naturally supposed to be doing. Exactly. You know, um, also that people who have eczema, which I texted Savannah about this because everyone mm-hmm. is like, if you have eczema, don't, don't do, do it. it. I read that. Don't too. do it. Um, and she avoids any area like she doesn't have any eczema spots on her legs or hips. Mm-hmm. And that's where she does. Dr- yeah. her dry any brushing. open and skin so, is a yeah. no, no. Any even sensitive skin. Just yes. Avoid I was just saying, it. if it hurts at all, that doesn't mean that you should keep going and you'll get used to it. That means mm-hmm. that your skin does not like it and you should stop doing right. it. Like and they are at all. way more abrasive than you think. Yeah. I mean, sure. it it's a dry, bristly, firmy right. brush. And it, and it so, says brush firm. Like it, everything will tell you to brush firm. And I think maybe easing up is probably a better yes. choice on it. That's just my opinion. I agree. Don't I'm be not like all about grating it. your skin off No, with because it's like, especially if it like. And it becomes inflamed, not just like a mm-hmm. nice redness or something, then you should for sure not exactly do that. Um, and then that wonderful healthy home economist lady wrote an article about like her doing it for 25 years and then she's not anymore because after her second baby, her hormones, her hormones shifted mm-hmm. and it started hurting really bad. And, and then after her third, it like hurt too bad, like to the point where like she just stopped. And I think that that's a beautiful example of how it worked for a really long time. And as you age, your body changes what it needs mm-hmm. and what works in a certain like time frame of your life isn't going to be what's working forever. Yeah. And so you need to be open to the fact that like you're going to have to evolve with yourself right. as time goes on. And to know, too, that like not every trend is for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's for specific people that it's good for. You know, yes. it's the same as everything where it's like, it. I may do this and it may be horrible for me because I do not have the same skin as Jonna or Savannah. And so it, <laughs> there's zero <laughs> melanin in my skin. There is zero <laughs> anything. I'm surprised I'm not like a ginger sometimes with how white and pale and sensitive my skin is. You are very fair. I'm very fair. I don't know where I get it. Maybe it's the Polish. Maybe. Maybe. Just snuck in there. I don't Because both your parents are not that fair. No. My, and both your of them. oldest sister is so tan. She's always so tan. Like she did yard work 
for like a day and she is just golden golden brown <laughs> and i'm outside for a minute and i'm pink <laughs> well I no guess idea bringing it all around just do what's best for you yes. don't feel pressured to do this like no. Do not feel pressured because your lymphatic system needs no. this, which is what most people will say. It. You need to be doing this because if of anything, this reason. We say your lymphatic system needs a freaking trampoline. Go buy exactly. one of those. They're more yes, expensive, but just, just go kidding. find someone. I do not have a trampoline. I wish. <laughs> um, okay. I will talk a little bit about my experience with dry brushes, and then we will let you guys go. So yeah. I was telling Amanda my first time ever knowing anything about dry brushing was when I was a nanny and I had um, kids that had some signs of sensory processing disorder, just a, a couple sensory things going on, which my opinion outside of the professional world is all of us have sensory things going on. Um, at the time their OT, which is an uh -huh. occupational therapist suggested that we do dry brushing. And um, so we would brush their skin towards the heart and then we would compress their joints mm -hmm. um often throughout the day and so researching for this podcast i looked that up like what does this look like in the sensory processing disorder realm autism because i think a lot of people do do this for this reason yeah and the um the feedback is mixed if not negative for it so um there there's this method called the Wahlburger method, and that would be what and people that is are not using. not Donnie and Mark and whatever's <laughs> no. burger chain. I don't know what their first names are. <laughs> Karen. Karen I'm Wahlburger. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know if that's her name at all. Uh, but they're the only people that say, like, try it and true. You have to do it exactly this way to get these outcomes. And I think there was probably a big surge in that, yeah. uh, probably about 10 years ago, and I, I'm sure it's probably kind of Faded petered out. Bit. I don't know, actually, because I'm not in that realm anymore. Um, but the you basically have to do it every 60 minutes to an hour and a half. Oh, my god, The whole day, which is basic. From what I gathered from, like, parents in general and myself included as a parent, that's just impossible. No. Like, I mean, the parents' mental health. Is going to become deteriorated at that point of yeah. having to like do that every hour. And if you're thinking about like an autistic child who probably is not going to enjoy having well, that touch them, it would be so difficult. It is. It's debatable because okay. what the type of touch that it is is like a pressure, uh -huh. and so that's good. Is it for more comfortable for them? I think it's like every person's different, okay. um, but. Also, it's like stimulating their nerves. Yeah. Um, so it's like releasing an energy yeah. um, that's like pent up in their little bodies. But there's like a lot of ways you can do that the wrong way and yeah. overstimulate yeah. um, for kids that struggle with anything sensory. Yeah. So my now opinion about it is probably skip that unless you have a routine that's really working for your family. It seems to me what they said was like massage or like um, the joint compression is actually something that really works that they've seen working. So the dry brushing in that realm seems iffy at best for yeah. that thing. But I, I also know parents that are struggling with stuff like that are going to try anything. So for sure, if I you, would, I mean, you can look it up. There's stuff online. You and can, again, each child's different. So maybe your child will respond really like, yeah, well I wouldn't to say it, it was a negative thing. 
with my experience with yeah. the kids. Um, but I also, I don't know. I, it's just iffy. So yeah. that was my first experience with it. Um, and since then, and yeah, I think you just look that up if you're a parent. I don't know that most of us are talking about dry brushing for ourselves. So, but there are so many little nuances to it. Like, don't do it. If your kid is having a temper tantrum, that's not the time to dry brush. It's supposed yeah. to be a good thing. Yes. Um, okay. Now I will move on to me just buying a dry brush for the podcast, yes. basically. <laughs> yes. So I've been doing it. I've noted as we've gone through each claim what I feel about it. Cellulite has not changed. Um, I would say it, I do feel like it exfoliates me. Yeah. Um, and where I, again, where I see it fitting in the most is in just a ritualistic type mm-hmm. situation where it's, I'm taking a minute. I'm taking, it's really like five to 10 minutes to really just be present. And uh, I do feel more invigorated. I do feel like, oh, like ready for your day. Yeah. Doing it, which makes sense to me. Just exfoliating in general. Yeah. If you've ever exfoliated your face, you know, after you've exfoliated, you feel like you can conquer the world. Yes. The best so feeling. Your whole body does feel like that after. That's awesome. Um, there are so many ways to do that without a dry brush Yeah, that I don't necessarily think you need to have a dry brush to do it. Um, but they're beautiful. Yeah. They're pretty. They make you look cool. They make you look super cool. <laughs> you know what else makes you look cool? Cigarettes. You know what else? And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go the complete opposite direction. Like, do you know what else makes you look cool? Uh, drinking a little can of rosé champagne and with jumping a on a trampoline with a straw. That's what I'm going to do whenever I get home. That's why we're not cool, because that's our version of cool. It's okay. I'll take it. I will too. I'll take not being cool and drink my champagne and jump, on, jump a on a trampoline. That sounds awful, actually. I'll watch you while I drink my champagne. Oh, in the shade. just it's going to be an amazing day whenever I do do this. <laughs> I'm going to have so much this. fun. I'm just going to like I envision myself kind of looking like uh, the dead guy at Weekend at Bernie's with my sunglasses <laughs> on and just champagne with a straw, and I'm just going to bounce. Okay, I think that's cool. See. Um, <laughs> So my takeaway for myself, so I turned 29 in December. Yeah. I will probably discontinue using the dry brush every day um, and will probably be doing it once a week or when I just feel like I want an extra pick me up before a shower. So maybe every couple days when I just feel like I need it or I'll be very random and not regimented about it probably. Yeah. Until I turn 30. Where I might get a little right. more regimented. That's right. With and then it. you're going to come on into my world. Yeah. And looking old AF, I guess, at 31. <laughs> you do not look old. Thanks. <laughs> but I do. fishing th- for him and you're reeling him in. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. One more can of rose. I'll make you feel like the queen of the world. Um, I love the idea of incorporating yeah. oil into it. Me too. So Me too. just using a great, good oil afterwards mm-hmm. is extra helpful yes whether that be coconut oil which is a very easily accessible yes. oil for people olive oil um i was just at trader joy joe's joys joys <laughs> your your freaking accent <laughs> uh just so all of you know i'm an accent chameleon <laughs> did you know this i think I've no. talked. have i never talked to you about this i don't think so so when i was a barista it was really bad because i'm an 
accent chameleon. Oh, you just I'm using it. quotes. Yes, I start adopting how people are talking, but I'm not good at it. Yes. So as I'm talking to, like, Aaron can tell what friend I've hung out with during the day because when I come home, I talk like them. That's amazing. So I'll use the phrases. I'll laugh like them. (laughs) My maid of honor is like the, in in our wedding was the worst because I would talk exactly. He'd be like, I can tell you were hanging out with Ariel because you are literally talking like you're a different human <laughs> um which is hilarious to me I when i was it. a barista in phoenix in the winter time we get a lot of australians and new zealand people yes which is so interesting a lot of people go to arizona in the winter it's gorgeous yes. just in case you've never been there i yes. recommend it um so we would get a lot of people with accents into the yeah. coffee shop and i would be making their coffee and t- talking to them which i love being a barista by the way it's such a good job um and it would just morph into this weird accent that didn't sound anything like australian or Did new sound zealand like mine from last week yeah that's probably, probably really good then. but it just sounds like i'm making fun of people yes. but i don't mean like, to at all i just want to be like you apparently yeah, my brain like is telling something me subconscious in me tries to be like the person i'm talking to i wish someone should probably psychoanalyze this it's <sighs> amazing call in zach's my cousin's uh wife just graduated with her phd in clinical psychology so, so she, maybe she can psychoanalyze, she can psychoanalyze from, the you from the podcast there for you sure cousin we take back yes. the beginning of the podcast <laughs> we love you again <laughs> so um, I don't remember why I went on that tangent. because you said Joey. Oh, Trader Joe's. <laughs> they have argan oil. That's oh, nice. like $7. It's organic and pure. Yeah. Um, And I just grabbed a bottle of that and I'm loving it thus far. Are you putting it on your hair or just the body? Hair, face, body. I've just been nail Solid. beds. I've just been trying. It's only been three yeah. days, so I don't know. But I've been enjoying it. And then our friends at Valentia. Oh, yeah. They have some great oils. Oh, my God. I doused Kyle in the magnesium oil before he got on the plane. It probably helped. Yeah. So just find a reputable oil yes. to be using. And that reputable oil can look like coconut oil. Yes. While you're doing this and your skin will love you for it. Yes. I mean, most of the things I read was like, use coconut oil afterwards or take a bath that has like essential oils and take a milk bath or do mm-hmm. something that's like very hydrating right. after. Which, how many people are actually taking milk baths? I have only known one person, (laughs) and that was Becca. (laughs) Whenever she got that second-degree burn, she was trying anything. How many gallons of milk did that take? She had, like, uh, I think she had just, like, one gallon jug, but that was only in the picture. She probably added the whole jug to the water. Right. And she said it felt really good. But then as soon as she got out, the burn hurt really bad. But she's the only one outside of like pictures and like beautiful girls in a milk bath. Right. It's like half their face is like out or whatever. She's the only person I've known that is like actually taking a milk know. bath. I want to know if you have ever taken a milk bath, please write in and tell us Please your let us know. And then Becca, take another one as like a non-burned human being. And, and tell us, us how, it goes. how it goes. Yes. <laughs> So I'm going to give dry brushing on like my one to ten scale of how much I love it. A six or a seven. Okay. That's not horrible. Because I think it's a great ritual. Yeah. I do think it's like stress relieving, yeah. self-care type thing. I feel invigorated after I do it. I will probably continue to do it off and on for as long as I can conceive. Totally. So 
I think it's not conceived sounded funny for as long as I am fertile for as long as I can think as long as you can foresee foresee that's it I can only use one vocab word correct you used a really good one earlier so girl there you did it high five Mm. (laughs) we're so close we could have high fived but we didn't we just awkwardly missed um yeah I don't know I hope this helped you guys if you are seeing them or if you're teetering on buying that $70 dry brush that's circulating Instagram maybe don't opt for a cheaper one if you want to get into this like beauty trend and just remember there is no magical cure for cellulite there is no magical cure for even like increasing your lymphatic drainage you have to put in the work and you have to care about your lifestyle and change those things yeah and honestly as far as skin feeling awesome or looking great I would rather do a scrub with coconut oil or olive oil, like for um, the hair removal, uh-huh. the coffee grounds, yeah. baking soda and olive oil is what I did. But your skin felt great after. It felt amazing afterwards. And then um, so I just, coconut like, oil. The whole time, <laughs> I made you. So. Coconut oil and sugar. Um, yeah. Any of those, I, I personally feel that it made my skin softer. And more the desired effect that an exfoliator would do than dry brushing. I think that that makes complete sense. And I think that because I am so lazy. Dry brushing makes more sense. Yes. The idea of making an exfoliating like concoction is overwhelming mm-hmm. to me even though it's probably incredibly easy. Totally. And just, just dry brushing of coconut is oil the, and sugar and then you're I know, done. I know. But even <laughs> to that I'm just like ugh. Um, but the idea of just dry brushing and like getting a brush to do it is that like the For lazy sure. girl. Yeah, it's not messy. Me. Yeah. I I agree. So yeah. that's my takeaway for dry brushing. Hopefully think, this helped you guys. I hope so. Um yeah, good luck if you're trying to research this. Yes. There's not much out there. There's not much, but try it if you want to try it. Just remember if it hurts at all, don't do it. And remember everyone is different and love yourself. In the way that you need to love yourself. Exactly. And so dry brush or not dry brush. Yes. And please um, let us know if you're obsessed with this and why. Yeah. I want to know. We want to know. I just got really excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, have a good week. Stay cool because it's going to be a hot one, Los Angeles. Slash anywhere you are potentially. But really in L.A., it's so hot right it's now so it's gonna hot. be so hot this whole week so yes take care of yourself use that coconut oil uh protect yourself from the sun yes um get some vitamin d yes drink your water drink your water and, and we'll hear you talk to you next week <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, bye. <laughs>